The internet is ubiquitous. It's everywhere, and we're so dependent on it. But that wasn't always the case. Back in the 1990s, the internet was a little bit hard to access, and many people accessed the internet through local internet service providers. Newsflash, some of those local ISPs still exist today, and they are flourishing. You can learn more in this episode of Techopia Live. Hi, everyone. I'm Michael Curran from the Ottawa Business Journal. Welcome to Techopia Live. This is a regular podcast from OBJ that features executives from next generation technology companies and the established flagship companies, all with a goal of keeping the tech sector informed and connected. As always, we've got a great guest lined up for you uh, today. I'm really looking forward to this discussion. For me, Today's show is a little bit of a blast from the past. It's a stroll down memory lane from a technology perspective. Let me explain that a little bit. In my early days of the media, I still remember there was a stampede. There was a rush to get onto the internet. That was way back in the 1990s, the days of Netscape Navigator and dial-up speeds of 28.8 kilobytes per second. That's slow, slow internet. In those days, the internet was not as pervasive as it is today. It was almost like a subculture that you needed to be plugged into to gain access of it. And from a personal perspective, I remember the first time I gained access to the internet, it was through something called uh, the National Capital Freenet, which was a local ISP. Why is that relevant? Because today we also talk to a local ISP and I have memories of this ISP company dating all the way back to 1996 uh, also. And here's the key thing. If you think that ISPs are a thing of the past, you're wrong. They still exist today, and we're going to learn all about the main local ISP here in Ottawa. Let's welcome our guest now. He is the chairman and CEO of Storm Internet. Please welcome Burkett Foster. Hello, Burkett. Hello, Michael. Thanks for inviting us. I'm very excited to be here with you. And as I said, I have all these wonderful memories of Storm Internet going all the way back to 1996. And if people think local ISPs are gone, they're wrong, right? They're right. That, you're absolutely right. In fact, if you think back to the technologies, one of my questions for you was, did you ever belong to a bulletin board? I did. I can remember a bulletin boards and early yeah, email. And Those are really early days. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So, Burkett, listen, we're going to tell everyone all about the modern day uh, uh, definition and vision of Storm. But I want to start with you first so people get to know you as a person. I'm on your LinkedIn, and I'm not sure I've ever seen a LinkedIn profile that kind of has your current position dating back 50 years. So you've been working kind of on your own as an entrepreneur with, with a team for 50 years. And when it comes to Storm, it's 20 years. But give me a, a quick sense of what you've been doing for all these decades? Well, once upon a time, long, long ago, at Carleton University in 1977, R.L. Campbell was my law prof, and he allowed me to have a mark for incorporating a company um, because I wanted to do some consulting work, and I found out you couldn't deduct books. 
Um, because even though they're tools of the trade, only a company could duck, deduct books, not a person. So I actually went and formed, have uh, we taken tax law from them as well? So I, I went and formed MB Foster Associates Limited, and it became a software vendor. Um, and th that was uh, an interesting uh, piece. Um, we began selling software um, all over the place and um, with a small side um, uh, thing for a year or so where I actually worked for a company called Quasar, where I actually uh, helped develop and deliver the first um, uh, sales of a product called Quiz, which later became Powerhouse. And that product was sold in Texas, Colorado, Oklahoma, New Mexico, with a plan that I put together using um, economics uh, uh, 350, I think it was, um, from Carleton University, which was all about marketing. Um, so, so the more, Carlton influenced a lot of that. So, and awesome. started the started the company. Later on, Quasar became Cognos, and so you know him better as that. Yeah, I do recognize the name Quasar too. But uh, yeah, Quasar, Cognos, now now IBM a little bit. And your involvement with Storm, more specifically, uh, Burkett, uh, dates back almost exactly twenty years. The nineteen ninety nine actually. Um, so what what happened was. Uh, our software was doing data access and delivery, and we got to build an ODBC driver. That's open database connectivity. It's the Microsoft thing, so Microsoft uh, desktops can and servers can connect to the mainframes and many computers. And I did was the lab. Our team was a lab for Hewlett Packard, and because of that, um, I talked with uh, um, uh, Denzel Doyle to see he was an advisor to me to see if uh, there was a way to actually get. Um, internet into the countryside because I was in Chesterville and um, my team was out there and we really needed internet. And he said, well, why don't you talk to this guy I have an investment in over at Storm. And so I met the Storm president. We went to a hockey game. We'd never met each other. It, it's a long story. Um, we won't do it all here. Um, but uh, because of that, we, we did a collaboration. I helped drive public meetings uh, in the area and collided the people who are now part of Eastlink um, with, with Storm and had the first fiber in 1999 into Chesterville um, so that we had uh, fiber connectivity to our building and we were able to continue working with the people from Hewlett Packard in Cupertino and Bangalore. Wow. Um, so that's the reason it was actually a need to get internet into the countryside. Okay. And, and so that's a story you didn't know. That's, and that's a very practical thing. I, I love yeah. the practicality you're bringing to this. So, um, so if that's a little bit of the backstory of storm, uh, let's, let's fast forward to 2024. Tell us what storm is today. Yeah. So, so it's probably useful to know that, um, that, uh, uh, because of what we what Denzel Doyle did, we ended up buying uh, Storm from International Data Casting. So we took it private because it was in at International Data Casting. So we brought it in into uh, um, a company in its own right. And then um, my partner Charles Walther decided he wanted to retire, and that was in 2019 and 2020. Um, in March 2020, we closed the deal for me to own Storm. And, and and so every lawyer and accountant was in the room going, what are you talking about? Are you sure? Well, it turned out that the pandemic was the best possible thing for Storm and helping Storm's growth. We put in over put in or upgraded over 200 points of presence. Those are like things on a map. And now, now there's a map that actually shows how many people are actually there um, and, and, and where, they, where we can provide service wirelessly. So a lot of people don't realize internet's not just 
um, especially in rural areas, it's not just plugging into a fiber or taking a telephone line. It's actually wireless delivery. So we have thousands of customers that get wireless delivery from Storm, and we actually br bring them um, uh, some some things that uh, that they can't get any other way in in their particular location. Okay, this is interesting. So let's talk about some of the services. Uh, we'll probably focus a little bit more on residential, but of course we can re refer to your your uh, business clients as well. So if I'm uh, living in Chesterville or Winchester or something like that, and I phone up Storm, you can give me internet access in a few different ways. Maybe explain what the range would be. Yeah, so right off the bat, Storm has its own wireless internet. We have 250 plus towers across the Ottawa Valley. Um, and in the storm, in, in, and and there's a map. So in this map, if you uh, if you uh, zoom in a little bit on the map, what you can see is we have a lot of areas that we do cover, and they literally go from the Quebec border um, all the way to Charbot Lake, which is north of Kingston. So that's perfect right there. Um, and and what happens is on the far right hand side, you can see there's a purple. That purple was put there in in December, and it's a twenty um, up and 100 down uh, internet. Um, so it's it's new high-speed internet in the countryside. So this is part of the new stuff we're delivering. We've also got some brand new uh, technology that allows us to deliver over a gig into an area using 60 gigahertz, which of course has rain fade. So there's a backup antenna that it automatically kicks in if there was an issue. And so, so we've done that as well. We've got our first customer on it is doing 250, 250. And it's a point to multi-point, which means that one antenna can service several customers. And I think we have to keep it under two gigs on that particular antenna. But that means that you can split two gigs. Um, you know, you can have eight customers on it, which means it also pays itself back pretty quickly. So that's part of the part of what we're doing. We've also got um, new things rolling out. Um, uh, oh, yes. And that can be uh, four clicks, maybe, may, maybe eight clicks. We'll, we'll see how it, how it goes. But right now it's, it's around four, four clicks. And uh, what we see is we see a lot of um, opportunity for us to help provide high speed internet to businesses in the countryside where they couldn't have it any other way. And, and there, there's a new frequency rolling out, which is not licensed. And that is um, 6G. So you heard a lot about 5G. Now you're going to get bored by 6G. Um, as 6G uh, provides some new speeds and some new capabilities. And you and you will see, you'll learn new words like beamforming and MLO and things like that. And it's not only for inside um, your buildings with the, with the Wi-Fi 7 that's going to roll out the, as a spec at the end of this year. It's also going to be um, used uh, outdoors. And so uh, 6G outdoors is go going to provide high speeds, very high speeds and good bandwidth going uh, going uh, there. Um, and then th then we've got uh, lots of other things with um, uh, the, the, the things we're actually doing um, for providing uh, access points inside buildings. So part of what we're actually doing with, with uh, people is when they have, for instance, a warehouse and they have lots and lots of, of uh, steel racks, they get in the way of the propagation of, of the signal. So even though you could be the only person in the building, you might not get a great signal. So part of what we're uh, 
what we're looking at is, is helping people solve that. So we're doing a lot of um, Wi-Fi design because the internet coming to the building is, is important, but the internet distribution inside the building is even more important so that you need to have great internet to be able to support your business. Neat stuff. So, and let's talk about a little bit about the scope. So we, we talked about your services. We talked about your coverage area. Um, I think you've got thousands of customers. Tell us about the size of the company and the uh, your customer base. Yeah, we're we're currently running about nine thousand uh, residential customers and about one thousand commercial customers. Um, we provide them service, of course, through a wireless network, but also through we resell um, the the um, uh, products from Bell, Rogers, and Kojiko for cable. Um, we also have our own fiber network in Clayton, so anybody around Clayton Lake including the Clayton General Store and um, and uh, Banks Printing as an example, those folks get internet from us on fiber. So they can get extremely high speeds. And we also provide a fiber um, footprint at the VARS Business Park, otherwise known as the 417 Business Park. So we're actually providing all that uh, out there. So we're continuing to build out our fiber in VARS. Um, and then the the third-party internet access is supposed to be getting easier for us. So May 7th is a magic date on my calendar. Um, it's the date on which we are supposed to get access, according to the CRTC, to the um, facilities that, that uh, Bell has available um, so that we'd be able to sell lower cost fibers than the ones we currently sell. We do sell a lot of fibers for business. In fact, we're Bell's leading partner for, for business fibers in the Ottawa area, but we can also, um, there'll be a lower cost fiber. It's They're calling it FTTP, standing for fiber to the premises. Um, and it can either be a business tariff or it can be a res tariff. And both those are both coming available on May the 7th. So we're looking forward to doing that. We totally expect that that that, that will complement our current process of selling the third-party internet access um, so that you get, you know, the nice thing is you get storm service to go with it. So once it's installed, if you have an issue, you don't wait two hours in a queue. You wow. you know, storm is very quick at get, getting people solved and uh, up and running and very patient, uh, which, which has been good. What, one of the things we should highlight, we'll take a break here in a second, Burkett, but um, that all of your staff is local as well as your call center staff. So if you were a Storm customer and you had some sort of issue, you're phoning someone that's local that gets that understands yeah. you. Who actually knows where Kempville is or Chesterfield is. <laughs> okay. I can right. find it on that map. Yeah. Yes, exactly. All right, Rickett, we're going to pause our conversation. We'll be back with all sorts of fascinating information, in, in, in including talking about some of those big telecom uh, players and how you coexist with them. Uh, but before we talk more, I want to pause for a second to recognize the sponsor of this episode. Here is TD. TD's relationship team is committed to your business. They take the time to understand your business and provide banking solutions that can help you achieve your business goals. A dedicated local team allows for deeper customer relationships and better service. They take the time to learn about your business and industry so they can react to changes in the marketplace and anticipate your business's evolving banking needs. Your relationship team can also connect you with other specialists at TD to help move your business forward. And once you're up and running, TD continues to actively manage your relationship, looking for ways to help grow your business. Learn more at tdcommercialbanking.com. All right, we're back talking to Burkett Foster from Storm Internet. And Burkett, 
one of the main things when I think of Storm that uh, puzzles me to some degree is the omnipresence of Bell and Rogers and Telus. So I love the fact. I love. We're all about local business at at OBJ, as you know, uh, Brickett. I love the fact that Storm Internet uh, exists, but it confuses me how you coexist. Explain this to me in the audience. Well, the first thing is that. Um, the facilities-based distribution, otherwise known as Bell Rogers and Telus, who own 86% of an internet access, actually already have third-party internet access agreements in place today. So they actually already have those. And we are taking advantage of those. We, we do resell their products, um, but we put it together with, with support from Storm, monitoring from Storm. And uh, we do things for our customers over and above um, the customer support that they see in the background is a NOC or Network Operations Center. And we're moving the NOC to 24-7, which is something that small businesses won't get from the larger players. Um, we're making it an option so people can actually pay to get some premium support around the clock. Um, and, and the internet is so important to, to people's businesses. Um, they may want their cameras to be, always work. Um, they may want they may have uh, they might be manufacturing they might want to have that there so all those things are um, definitely uh, part of, part of what people care about so we are working on all, all those um, the um, so we have basically coopetition so we have um, we resell their products and yet um, we also compete against them and we compete against them on on service we compete against them on um, on the way that we handle things over and above the, the basic connection to the um, to the building, we also go and help them with cameras, uh, Wi-Fi plans, um, the actual access points. Uh, we may do integration of sensors. We have 150 smart farms, as an example. Those 150 smart farms um, allow people in the dairy business or or in the cattle business to be able to track their cows, figure out where they are. Um, figure out if uh, when they last fed and all those kinds of things so that you actually can track them all. Um, and 150 smart farms also include um, some people with grain elevators as well as people who have um, biodigesters. So, um, you know, that's that's the, uh, the process of taking the um, different um, uh, products of, of, uh, of manure and turning them into something that can help run a generator. So that's all very new cutting edge businesses. We've done the solar farms, we've done the wind farms. Um, so because you're in the countryside and you need to get somehow, you need internet to be able to manage, control and monitor. Yeah. So those are you know among the many things that, that we're doing. And, and that's where we compete with, with Bell and Rogers um, because they don't come out to the countryside to do those kinds of things. So you know when it needs to be done and it's in the country, that's our specialty. Even though we do sell a lot in the city, it's usually just a Rogers connection or a, or a Bell DSL connection. And, and for businesses, of course, fibers. That's really interesting. And not to delve too much into the geeky part of policy, but am I to understand the CRTC basically requires the Rogers and Bells of the world to uh, make their uh, infrastructure, their services available for resale? And that's part of the opportunity that Storm has? Yes, absolutely. So we've already been doing the older products. The new product, which they've had a 10-year clear run on, has been fiber. Um, you know, our, our uh, fiber pricing will fall into the correct wholesale bracket soon. 
um, it, it up to this point, the fiber pricing we had wasn't competitive. Um, and, and so unfortunately we, we really couldn't sell it to you. Um, but, but now by May 7th, it should be in place and we should have a, a different conversation. Uh, you know, the other thing we're doing to help is we're also providing a little bit of education. We're running 24 webinars in, uh, 2024, those 24 webinars are covering topics like we just did one on, on, uh, resilience. So, you know, for instance, if you have a power outage, do you have a UPS? Have you thought about what you need to have plugged into that UPS, including your router, but the, which which uh, lets you have your Wi-Fi? Um, so those are the kinds of things that we we remind people. Um, and then if you're a business, we actually take you through a little bit of work on the MTTRO, which is the Mean Time to Recovery of Operations, because um, you think of of putting in UPSs as, as insurance policy. So what you're looking to do is you're looking to um, uh, reduce your your risk um, for to the operations of your company um, by looking at what does it cost us per hour of downtime because that helps you justify buying the UPSs so that you have a, a battery failover in case in case the power goes away. So those for are sure. kind of things that that we help people think about. Yeah, and you know, for so many businesses, as I don't have to tell you, Burkett, that if the internet goes down. The business goes down like there's there's nothing oh. to do because of you know SaaS software and so on and so forth. Yeah, yeah. We were chatting with um, with uh, uh, Hydro, um, and they were telling us that in the Ottawa area they lose three hundred to four hundred telephone or hydro poles a year. Wow. And wow. some of it's because they have to replace them because it's end of life. But yeah. many of them are uh, there was a car accident, there was okay. a, a snowplow that clipped one. But, you know, that means that you're going to get a power outage every now and then. And yeah. that's so that's kind of important. We actually know where the power outages are pretty quick because we have thousands of customers. <laughs> your your uh, your map lights up there. We're, yep. we're going to start wrapping up. But before I do that, um, I want to ask you about what 2024 looks like. So I'm trying to zoom out on your business and thinking that it was formed in 1996. And we went through this world changing technology, Internet revolution. I think what of Partially what I'm picking up from you, Burkett, is in 2024, you're as optimistic uh, as you were in, as, as the as founders were in 1996. Like, it sounds like there's significant growth opportunities. Yeah. So Storm has a great team. They, you know, we have a wonderful um, set of, of senior managers. Um, they cover network. Um, so they actually love going out and, and finding stuff. Um, that's new and and then bringing it into our lab. We have a lab here. When you come to visit, we'll show you that. Um, we have a lab here and and we uh, we test out new equipment in the lab before we decide to to uh, deploy it before we decide to actually make it available to customers. And so we're we're looking at at new technologies that can that, that can provide better return on investment. Um, we're you know there's a lot of things that that have happened in the last five years. Um, that, that mean we can be very competitive and 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 offer gigabit speeds in the countryside, which is something that wasn't available except for over fiber, um, you know, before that. So this is this is wonderful stuff, Burkett. I mean, again, it's it's we we're also the the uh, the pandemic showed us that we're also dependent on the internet and with people working from home, especially in rural areas, and that. Uh, you are a vital part of their lives, aren't you? We are, and we have. You know, I mean, my CFO lives lives in uh, um, the, the Russell area, 
Mm. Um, my my uh, VP of networks li lives down down in uh, Iroquois area. Um, so you know we're and and I live in Chesterville. Um, so you know we're pretty well scattered around the area, and uh, we we get a lot of work done. Um, because we need to support people, and it, and it, the team is actually comes together, and we actually do a lot of work on what's the plan, what are the goals, how are we going to get there, um, and and we literally meet weekly on that. There's a technology called EOS, Entrepreneurs Operating System, and yeah. we're using that in the background. That's um, awesome. We found that it's been very useful to help us um, set goals and and uh, keep doing things. So we're expecting great things and and new speeds for people and new new solutions to help help customers um, with their internet um, uh, dilemmas. I've read the EOS book uh, myself, uh, Traction. So it's yes, just, uh, exactly. just looking at, at it over the holidays. So listen, Birkin, before we wrap up, it's time for our building a better working world segment. Brought to you by our friends at EY. So we are uh, we are actually helping build a better world. Um, in two ways. Um, one is since 2020 um, provided the perfect opportunity for us to build out our network so people could work from home and learn from home. We have actually gone ahead and and uh, helped build 200 points of presence where we've upgraded them and put them in place. We're also building leaders. So inside our business, it's a lot about teaching leadership to various people using EOS um, to get that done. And of course, this year we're helping small businesses out by providing them with uh, 24 and 24. So we're doing 24 webinars. So every second week we'll have a webinar and we're taking topics that were selected to help small businesses out on various aspects. Our next one is, uh, coming up is uh, on uh, January 25th and it's on the topic of fixed wireless access because a lot of people don't know that they could use fixed wireless access as their failover or backup network. And uh, that could be important because a backhoe can take out a fiber, but it's very hard for a backhoe to take out a wireless. All right. I like that, uh, Burkett. Better internet is a better working world. Better training for better leadership is a better working world. And uh, yeah, do some training. Uh, so those are all really good answers when it comes to building that uh, working world. Birkin, I want to thank you for joining us today. It's been great. Uh, it's been a, I say a blast from the past, but I don't want to date. I want to acknowledge that Storm's been around since 1996, but also appreciate that you've got this big, exciting operating model and that you've got a bright future. Thank you. I appreciate everything that you, you, you've had to say on this, on this and to actually help us um, spread the word because we're probably the best kept secret in the Ottawa Valley. I mean, I you're, you're a guy who knows high tech yeah. and, and you look at our map and you went, wow, because yeah. you had no idea we had more than 250 towers and, yeah. and people don't know that we have that many clients. And, you it's know, true. if we just got just get things uh, together, I'll make sure yeah. you get invited to the uh, to to one of the baseball games because okay. we're also sponsoring uh, sponsoring baseball at the at the stadium. Oh, that's great. That's great. Yeah, we're you know, we're a big fan of uh, of local companies. And I love the fact that there still are some local ISP uh, options. Birkin, I'm going to say goodbye to you now. Thank you uh, for joining us and all the best in 2024. 
Perhaps we'll see you at a Storm event. I, I hope so. Ladies and gentlemen, there's Burkett uh, from Storm Internet. Again, what a blast from the past. I love that brand. Uh, been on my radar for lots of times. Uh, as we wrap up, let's take a look at some of the other great companies that champion Techopia. Techopia is brought to you by many great sponsors, such as EY, Building a Better Working World. Number Crunch, offering virtual CFO services for SaaS companies. Pearlie Robertson Hill and McDougal, a leader in business and technology sector law. TD Bank, specialized programs for technology companies. The University of Ottawa, Faculty of Engineering, creating the next generation of technical talent. Techopia is not only a podcast, we post new articles daily at obj.ca slash techopia. And if you're on YouTube, please subscribe and click the bell icon. All right. Thanks again to Burkett Foster for joining us from Storm Internet. We'll keep on following them, especially as that May 2024 date comes up. That sounds like a really important milestone for them and other local ISPs. Uh, before we wrap up, I want to signal that we're doing another Techopia EY Insights magazine that's coming up. In uh, April, we anticipate of 2024, we're busy at work on it. So uh, be sure to uh, stay tuned for more on that. By the way, you can visit the past magazine at uh, techopiaeyinsights.ca, techopiaeyinsights.ca. We hope Techopia is keeping you connected and informed. Let's keep building Ottawa's technology utopia. That is Techopia. See you soon. Bye-bye.